What's up, Northfield Nation? This is your week in review. Wanted to just look over some of the news of the last week. I didn't get to it last week because we were super busy, slammed a weekend, uh, but we're back looking at the top news headlines that I think you should be looking at. Uh, we're going to start with some fun news first. West Texas is having an oil boom. Like, <laughs> this is incredible. Um, barbers, like people that cut your hair, are making $180,000 a year in this oil, little oil town in West Texas. Absolutely insane. Like, think about this. A guy that cuts your hair making $180,000 a year. This is America. This is why capitalism is incredible. So this guy out in West Texas opens up a mobile shop to be able to you can go into it. It's like instead of a, a food truck, it's a haircut sh truck. <laughs> Say that. <laughs> Say that three times fast. Haircut truck uh, instead of a food truck. But he opens this thing up and his name is Pete McGeary. And he's opened this barber shop up, and it's in a parking lot, and you can go in and get a haircut. And the oil boom is such a big thing out in West Texas right now that people are making money hand over fist. Like the guy is charging, now listen to this, listen to this, uh, haircuts as much as $40, more than the $25 he used to charge before the boom. Um, there is usually a long waiting list to get your haircut. You can jump the line and pay $60, or you can jump the line and pay $75 with a shave, a popular option with many of the oil workers. Holy smoke, $180,000 to cut hair. Think about that. This is why capitalism is amazing. People all over this little town are making money. And it's not just the quote unquote greedy oil man. In this little oil booming town, everybody's making cash, including the barber. This is why capitalism will always win. All right, so that was the fun news now to get to the other news of the week there was this week a bill that was presented by republican senator ben sass the bill stated that um, any baby that survives an abortion attempt when the baby is born they would save that that child would have health care and be taken care of so think about this the baby is in the womb it's born after an abortion attempt, so they attempted to kill this baby in the womb, but he survived. He or she survived the abortion attempt, is born. Right now, you can kill the baby on the table. Not attached to mom. It can be killed. If it survives the abortion attempt and is born, instead of providing health care for that child, you kill it. Republican Ben Sass gave uh, or set forth a bill that would save the baby. Every Democrat voted against it. Every Democrat that is running for president voted against this bill. I want that to sink in. A baby who is no longer in his mother's womb or her mother's womb um, is now on the table and the doctor kills it. One doctor said, this is how we do it. We break their necks. We smash their vertebrae we break their necks think about the barbarian satanic evil that is guys that needs to this is what the democratic party is it is a hellish anti-christ anti-bible anti-human party so i want you guys to hear this clip from dr rc sproul in regards to abortion rc is now in heaven but this is a prophetic 
statement from R.C. Sproul. And I pray God for a multitude of Wilberforces who will relentlessly speak against this monstrous evil until such a day that our nation will wake up. But I listen to the rhetoric. I see the signs. And I say, are you people thinking at all? Pro-choice? A woman has a right to her own body, even though we know that that unborn child has its own unique DNA. It may be in her body, but it's not a part of her body. It has its own unique identity, its own heart, its own brain, its own consciousness. And you see the videotapes of the actual procedure by which these unborn children are mutilated and you see, you can't hear it, but you see the silent scream. You see the reaction, the visible, physical reaction of the unborn child in the contortions of its face, the screams of its mouth, and its revulsion in pain as its body is being torn limb by limb. Auschwitz? At least those people had some time to live on this planet before they were tortured to death. Now I ask you this, that baby has a brain, does it have a mind? It has a heart? Does it have feelings? Is there a nascent faculty of the will present? I have never in my life heard of an unborn baby choosing to be mutilated. That mother's choice ends exactly where that baby's choice begins. Just as my freedom ends where your freedom begins. What could be more simple than that? But it's accepted. It's part of the culture culture of death in which we live. And as I've said, every chance I get it, I've studied theology for over 50 years, and there are things about God I don't know. He's incomprehensible. But if I know anything about God, I don't just think I know without a shadow of a doubt that he hates abortion, and he will judge nations that support it. There are churches that support it. There are people in this room who support it. And I don't think they've thought about it for five minutes. How could they? We may be that wicked, but we're not that stupid. But that is a custom that collides with a vengeance, with the principles of the sanctity of life set forth by our God. Tell me about your dress this evening. I don't think I need to say any more about that. Holy cow. Guys, we need to pray for revival. We need to we need to pray a prayer of repentance that we have been quietly sitting on the sidelines. It is time for Christians to stand up for the sanctity of life. All right. So another news headline that I saw that I thought was interesting. It says in America talks turned to something unspoken for over 150 years, civil war. So <clears throat> this is an interesting, uh, conversation that's being had in this in this news article says at the moment when the country has never seemed angrier two political commentators from opposite sides uh divided on different things unite on one common thing the country is on the verge of civil war now 
guys, this is this is no secret that the world in which we live is angry. Everybody's mad. Everybody's ticked off. James chapter 4 tells us that the reason people are mad is because our passions are at war within us and we want what we want and we want it right now. And if we don't get it, then we throw a complete ring-tailed fit and we are willing to fight one another over silly things. 99.9% of the things you and I are angry over, 99.9% of the things you and I are angry over don't matter. And they won't matter in terms of eternity. In 10 years, they won't matter. But people are willing to fight now. And I'm telling you, the implications of civil war are crazy. That can go really bad. And like we're throwing around the terms of hey, civil war. Where's the civil war? We're throwing that around like it's no big deal because we don't understand the consequences of what a civil war would look like. Folks need to go back and they need to genuinely watch Civil War documentaries on how hellish and horrific civil war is. Neighbor fighting neighbor. Like, that is not wonderful. That is going to be hellish. That is going to be hell on earth. Now, more than ever, is when we need to learn to come alongside one another. And yes, we may have differences of opinions, but we love one another regardless. We treat each other with common decency. We respect one another regardless of our views or our expressed opinions. We have the ability to have civil conversations. That's what we need, guys. We need to be able to have civil conversations and love one another regardless of our political spectrum. If we don't, I fear that we are in serious trouble. All right, so last news story of the day. Beijing, a woman is sleeping. She's 75 years old. She's asleep and she starts to feel something like biting her foot. And she wakes up to find a 15-foot python has crawled through her toilet and is biting her feet because her feet are hanging off the edge of her bed. And it's nighttime. She's got a camera in her house. And so you see the snake slithering on the floor and a 15-foot python has slithered through her toilet and now is biting her feet. Gives a whole new uh, meaning to the boogeyman underneath the bed. Holy cow, guys. I'm glad I don't live in Beijing. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So that's been sort of kind of some of the news that I uh, wanted to share with you guys this week. There's so many things we need to stay plugged in on. Stay prayerful. Stay connected. Stay in community. Be praying for our nation. Be praying for the people that are leading our nation. Pray for the re- the return of um, righteousness. That's what we need. Is we need people who are righteous and are pursuing righteousness. That then that starts with you and me. And if we don't do that, I, I fear for our nation, guys. It is now that we need to begin to pursue holiness, pursue righteousness in our own personal lives, and see what God will do. That's my hope for us. If you want more information on what we're doing at the Northfield Radio Program and podcast, go to www.calebgordon.com. That's my website. Have a great weekend.